and welcome to the latest Science of Sport podcast. I'm your host Matt Solomon and today I'm delighted to be joined by Carlos Balsalobre. This podcast is brought to you by Hawking Dynamics, the world leader in innovative force plate technology. Hawking Dynamics takes a user-centric approach featuring a fully customizable cloud-based software that allows users to easily digest and analyze complex force plate data. The technology is constantly evolving, much like an app update for your iPhone. They communicate with users on a daily basis to make their system better. In addition to all of that, they also offer some of the most competitive prices for bilateral force plates on the market. And they're the only force plate company offering a completely wireless system. So, if you want to find out more, check out their easy intro to force plate section at www.hawkingdynamics.com forward slash blog. So without further ado, it's time to welcome Carlos onto the show. So Carlos, welcome to the Science of Sport podcast. It is an absolute pleasure to have you here. Yeah, thank you very much, Matt. It's a real pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Ah, Thank you very much, buddy. So uh, can you give us a quick introduction as to who you are and what you've done until now? Maybe with a quick uh, reference to your name as well so that I don't completely destroy it when I try and uh, pronounce (laughs) it later. Okay, that that's fine. It's it's even complicated in in Spanish. You know, it's not a, it's not a common you know last name. So, so my name is Carlos Barcelobre. So, um, sorry, bless you. Yeah. <laughs> Can you say that fifty times slower for us? Yeah, Carlos Barcelobre. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The, you know, in 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 Spain we have two last names, one from the father and the other from the mother. So the actual name is Barcelobre Fernandez. But but it's it's too too long. So the first last name is it's okay. So I work at the Autonomous University of Madrid right now. I have a PhD in in sports science, and uh, well, I I have always been interested in in especially in strength training and testing. And well, I have work. I'm still working with uh, as a consultant with uh, elite runners, Olympic runners here from from Madrid in the in their strength training programs. And uh, well, I'm basically also a, a a computer and technology geek. So I I have always loved uh, technology and you know everything related to to technology not not also you know computers but uh, smartphones uh, video games etc and over the years i have developed different uh, apps that allows to measure human performance using just uh, your phone and uh, i guess that's the main reason you 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 wanted me here right yeah absolutely so i think what you've done is managed to completely change the game in terms of uh, the equipment that people need in order to, you. oh, you're welcome. And the equipment that people need in order to basically measure what their athletes are doing and how they, uh, how they can then measure performance. Um, so which are the apps which you currently got, by the way? So the people, people probably know what they are, but can you just give us a quick list of what's, uh, what's on the market? Yeah, of course. The, the most popular one is called MyJump. Okay. Um, and well, basically there are two main ecosystems, you know, iOS or Apple. And, and Android. So both on iOS and Android, uh, you have MyJump and MyLift. Um, and then in iOS, which is the platform I'm working in on the most, I have like uh, seven other apps designed for different aspects of of 
performance. I have runmatic to test uh, sprint times and running technique, you know, things like like asymmetry, contact times. I have another app to test a change of duration uh, performance. I have uh, another app to, to measure hamstring strength, another one to measure uh, joints mobility and well uh, actually last uh, well it, it was not not last week I, I believe it was exactly like 12 or 13 days, days ago I released a new app in iOS which is basically um, a combination of, of all of those apps so now you have the individual apps in case you are only interested in one or you have the, the whole pack which is one app it's called My Jump Lab, which includes every single test from my previous apps that I have been developing in the past. So that's basically the, the you know the the big picture of all of the things I have developed over the years. So in terms of uh, in terms of putting all of those together, right? Like you've got this huge uh, lab basically in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, how um, how valid and reliable are those apps compared to the gold standard, which obviously each one of those individual apps would have a gold standard uh, of lab equipment. So how do those yeah. uh, compare to each other? Well, uh, it, it is a, a really good question, and it is one that uh, have obsessed me uh, a lot in the past because I never wanted to release one app without uh, a validation mm, test uh, uh, published in the literature and, and yes that's one thing I have done like mm, not only developing the apps but also creating uh, and analyzing in, in scientific research how do they compare to laboratory equipment of course uh, it wouldn't be great if only the validations the, um, available are by myself you know, because people will think that there might be conflicts of interest. So over the year, over the years, I I have been um, grateful grateful enough to see that many people over the world from different uh, laboratories, from different groups, have developed independent validation studies. And for example, in my jump, uh, which is this app to measure jump height and and force, power, velocity, etc., uh, there is like seven or eight validation papers and basically all of them have concluded that the validity is extremely extremely good uh, for those who don't know basically uh, there, well there are a lot of uh, statistical parameters but for example if you look at, into the the correlation coefficient the top the, the mathematical perfection would be 1, 1.0 okay and the, the values of correlation of my apps are always about 0.90-ish, 95, 97, things like that. So the, the validity is actually pretty pretty good. In absolute terms, for example, the, the jump the jump height, uh, difference between the app and a professional force platform is something like 4 to 5 millimeters. So it's it's actually pretty good. This podcast is also brought to you by Flex. Flex is the latest product to enter the velocity-based training market, developed by the team at Gymware. Flex is the only laser-based training system available, and it's this unique technology that makes Flex the most accurate and reliable barbell tracking product in the sub-500 US dollar category. 
It's wireless, portable, and it's super user-friendly. Find out why VBT is such a powerful training method and what separates Flex from the competition at flexstronger.com. Uh, that sounds, uh, sounds fantastic. So you've basically given the, the population of coaches the possibility then to have this kind of mobile lab in their pocket. Um, what are then the key advantages to be able to use your phone or your iPad or whatever it might be uh, for testing? Yeah, well, of course, the, the, the obvious one is the, the price, you know, because, uh, for example, in, in the last app I have uh, released, in which I have combined everything, this is a free app with seven days uh, free trial, and then you can have, uh, like, uh, every test in my app, like more than 30 tests, uh, from uh, jumping, lifting, running, sprinting, flexibility, etc., etc., for uh, 30 euros per year. So it's the, the price uh, is the 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 obvious um, difference between uh, expensive equipment. But there there is another thing that uh, is very important in my opinion. It was in the past. But, of course, I haven't developed the apps with a pandemic in mind, you know. Uh, but when the pandemic started, many people started using the apps, uh, even if they were in elite clubs, just because you couldn't go to your club because you were confined or, or you, were, you were in a lockdown, but you have your phone always with you. So many people have used uh, the apps in, in during these difficult times because basically the app... Uh, or my apps are based in in video analysis, so you can have your athlete record a video of uh, of him bench pressing, for example, and you would analyze the bench press and uh, estimate his one repetition maximum without being there in the weight room. Or you can analyze the jump height every single week to test if the performance is uh, uh, you know uh, changing over time. And this is just with with video. So these two things: first, the price, and second, the ability to analyze uh, remotely, uh, are the two main key features of my apps, in my opinion. It sounds uh, it sounds absolutely fantastic. So um, when you when you're looking to then use the apps and apply them, um, how do you think practitioners then can get the most out of using these apps? Well, uh, actually, it's it's very it's very easy to to use the apps. The, the um, best thing, or, or the the yeah, the, the, the best thing of of the apps is that you don't need external equipment. Also, I have developed the the validation studies without uh, a very specific uh, protocol, and this might be not methodologically good, but. I did that on purpose because I just want the people to pick the, the phone from the pocket and without the need of any kind of tripod or setting or things like that, you just record your 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 athlete and in a few seconds you have analyzed whatever you wanted to analyze. Would it be a jump, a sprint, a run, a lift? So th there is no much... Um, in a specific instruction to use the app, just pick the phone, face the athlete, record the video, and then analyze. So could you then take us through how uh, a practitioner might be able to do this 
using uh, an example of a few different tests or maybe like the the app which has everything in it um how might you go through a, a testing battery then with some practical examples yeah for example, uh, one thing many people, for example, in, in team sports are doing is to measure the jump hike uh, every day, uh, well, not every day in the week, but always the same day of the week, every week. So let's say every Tuesday. So you have your athletes in coming in your, your, your club or your, yeah, your institution, etc., and you record a video, uh, it will be like a three seconds video for each athlete, just one jump, and then you analyze in the app. You basically need to uh, to select the the beginning and the end of the of the jump. You know, this is a video analysis recorded in a slow motion. So thanks to this slow motion recording capabilities, you are able to to record uh, with a very high degree of, of accuracy the takeoff and landing, and this allows you to calculate jump height. So if you do this every week, you will be able to save that data into the app and see the evolution over time. As as you know that uh, that jump height, for example, uh, has been proven in the scientific literature as a very good indicator of neuromuscular fatigue. So it's kind of a way to monitor performance over time to see if uh, you know the athlete the athlete is ready to train or is uh, a bit fatigued, etc. So. I think that you have a large battery of tests in in the app, and uh, it depends on your speciality and on what you want uh, to test. Some tests might not not be, um, you know, appropriate to test every day or every week because maybe it takes more time. Like I don't know. Uh, 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 50 meters sprint run or something like that. It doesn't take that much time, but making 23 uh, players run that uh, and then analyze that video will take m- m- more time than just doing a, a vertical jump. But yes, depending on what you want to to test, you will just pick up your phone, record a video, analyze that video. It usually takes like 15 20 seconds to analyze each video and then you will save the data into your app and in your app you will have every information for that athlete. The velocity of the barbell during the bench press which helps to estimate daily one repetition maximum, the jump height, the ankle dorsiflexion, and the sprint time, whatever, whatever is important for you. So that sounds uh, sounds super useful, and I imagine that athletes can just do this as well, right? Like people can be taught yeah. to use apps, so it doesn't mean that the coach is is buried in a in a phone or an iPad or whatever the whole training session. Um, yeah, exactly. And in terms of the future for uh, for the progress of technology and the progress of of what you're uh, what you're doing, mm-hmm. um, what do you think that the future can bring then in terms of uh, different apps which can help to uh, better analyze performance? Uh, okay, in, in uh, th- this is just my my opinion, okay. But I think that in my opinion, the future of of not only my apps, but all, it's, it's sports performance uh, monitoring using technology is augmented reality. So for those who don't know, augmented reality is like putting digital layers into the into the real world through through a specific la- glasses or through your phone's camera, etc. 
And uh, yeah, for example, in, in my apps, since these are video apps, the main drawback is that you need to analyze that video. So the, the logical evolution of all that is to make that analysis, you know, in real time and uh, without the need of the user to analyze the video. So mm, actually have a, a, a one app or one section of this last my jump lab app um which uh, does exactly that you just uh, point your athlete uh, with your phone's camera and you see your athlete in real time in, into your camera like if you are just recording a video but in real time you see uh, some points detecting automatically in real in real life the the joints and it helps you detect the the motion of those joints uh, right now the, the technology is not that advanced so right now right now this app uh, allows you to measure things like squat depth or knee angle knee, knee angle in the valgus for example but it is still not that accurate to measure jump height in a valid uh, in a valid way so i think this is the 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 right path we are not there yet, but I think we, we will definitely be. So basically summarizing, in my opinion, the future of sports performance is that the development of technologies that will help you without any kind of external markers, just with artificial intelligence, machine learning, etc., to measure performance in, in, in real life, in real time. I think that's uh, super interesting, and I'm sure, uh, yeah, the the future is a very bright place to be in that space. Yeah. But um, yeah, before we before we wrap up, I want to ask you the most difficult question which uh, we can think of, and that is, what is the one thing that you see or do differently which the rest of the world can learn from? Well, that's that's actually a, a very deep uh, question, right? Um, that, that was well, the plan, at least. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a really good question. Well. Um, I don't. I don't see myself as um, you know a super innovator or, or things like that. But I want to. Uh, I want to think that one thing that differentiates me from at least many people I have seen over the years in the sports science uh, world is that I'm. I I try to to not be too focused on sports science. I have seen many people. Uh, studying over the years just the you know the the use of linear transducer to measure strength training and they only study that they only publish about that they only read about that and in in that in that context it is very difficult for them to think out of the box you know and and see other alternatives that could help the you you know the the community so one thing that i think i i do different from another people is that i i, I try at least to to find inspiration in very different fields of, you know, humanities, art, uh, technology, not only sports science. Most people I read and I am interested and I follow on Twitter is not in the sports science world. I love a lot uh, how, for example, uh, Nintendo approaches to game designing. I love a lot... Uh, you know the the vision of uh, Steve Jobs about uh, devices um, design etc. So 
uh, I think that uh, the, the work of Pablo Picasso, things like that, I, I, I think that looking into different fields of arts, humanity, design uh, and technology will bid you, uh, uh, will give you a better, you know, a, a, a better perspective that might in the end help you in your, in your practice in, in the field of sports. I think that's absolutely fantastic advice. So Carlos, massive thanks for your time today. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting. No, my pleasure, Matt. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, buddy. Cheers. And that's it. Once again, a massive thanks to Carlos for all of his hard work on today's podcast. I really appreciate it, and I'm sure you do at home too. And if you've enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to check out the show notes where you can get a seven-day free trial to the Coach Academy. Now, the Coach Academy is a series of mini lectures broken down into bite-sized chunks. So if you're interested in getting all of the latest information on technology and sport, be sure to get in there, take your seven-day free trial, and have a look at what kind of goodies you can find. Those lectures are around an hour and a half to two hours, broken into bite-sized chunks of 10 to 15 minutes, which means that you can fit it in and around your busy coaching week. So if you're interested, that's completely for free in the show notes. Be sure to check out that link in just a few seconds' time. And of course, if you have enjoyed today's podcast, be sure also to hit the subscribe button. That helps us to bring you the best possible content every single week. And that's it. Once again, a massive thanks from me. I'm Matt Solomon for Science of Sport, and I'll speak to you next week.